Hello goblins and ghouls. So today I want to talk about a band that barely ever existed, except maybe in a technical sense. That's how I would describe 1000 Homo DJs, a side project of L. Jorgensen and the band Ministry. So technically, the band is basically Ministry, except they released it under this label, quite possibly for legal reasons. Um, you'll find that some bands do that kind of stuff. Like, in fact, that's why Prince, for a short amount of time, was known as the artist formerly known as Prince. And, you know, he had that little weird symbol uh, that stood in place of his name. A lot of people at the time thought that Prince was being, you know, uh, oh, I don't know, full of himself or something and, you know, being stuck up or like a weird, a, a crazy stuck up weirdo or something like that, you know, some sort of elitist. But actually he did that for legal reasons, apparently. And in retrospect, that seems cool almost in a way. You know, the, the fact that he got these people to call him artist formerly known as Prince. I mean, yeah, we could say it, it makes him sound like some sort of elitist, but it's also just kind of funny, almost like a prank. But anyway, um, as far as I know, 1000 Homo DJs was kind of like that. Um, because quite possibly he didn't want to put these songs on a ministry album. Or maybe he wasn't able to uh, legally do it. So we ended up with this little album. Basically, people only really know this band for their cover of Black Sabbath's song Supernaut. Which actually is a pretty solid cover. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Now, the other three tracks they're known for... In my opinion, they're not very good. Two are basically listenable tracks but they're actually kind of on the boring side um lyrically they're okay sonically it's just like, like meh it sounds like it sounds like l jorgensen was sort of in a uh, in sort of a creative crossroads with those two tracks and the other track is just a weird noise track where a guy pretends to be some macho abusive cop and that track goes on for way too long and is really better in theory than in reality. I'm not 100% sure why they didn't just release this as a ministry or a Revolting Cox album, but I guess it just wasn't in the cards. And um, the Supernaut cover that I mentioned, the Black Sabbath song, sounds, compared to the other tracks, actually inspirational and inspired. It quotes the main riff from the Black Sabbath original, and it actually kind of butchers the track, but in some of the best possible ways. Um, like if you want to talk about butchering a song, usually that means bad. But in this case, it's like, you know, you do the chef's kiss uh, when you hear this track, potentially anyway, unless you hate it. Um, but I don't. I've always liked this cover. Supernaut might come across as an experimental cover by Al Jorgensen, who used body parts and pieces of meat in the track, such as a bull's penis. Just kidding. 
he didn't do that, at least as far as I can tell. But it is sort of a macho, ballsy sounding cover, sort of like the wrestler Abdullah the Butcher getting brutal in the ring. That's that's kind of what this this is like a heavier version of the Black Sabbath song in some ways. And it's also just very amped up. Um, like the, the, the guitar solos are very frantic and frenetic and, and just wild sounding. And, you know, you got just amped up vocals and it also has a real bounce to it too. Like the original Sabbath song, it's, it's bouncy as hell. And, and this one definitely recaptures that sort of bouncy Sabbath magic. And, you know, you've got the samples in the song, like, uh, a lot of ministry songs have and re really the the sample at the intro of the song which is of course about uh <laughs> drug use it's it's a pretty kick-ass sample um you know i don't really want to encourage drug use on this uh podcast or anything but hey in the song it works it's it's a cool sample what can i say Anyway, after this release, 1000 Homo DJs really never went on to release another project, which may or may not be bullshit depending on your point of view. Like if you if you hated these tracks, then you're fine with it, but if you really like Supernaut, you might you might be like, "Well, how come they didn't do more stuff?" Right? There's some dispute over whether or not Trent Reznor of 9 Inch Nails did the vocals on this track. But it seems there are simply two versions, one with Al Jorgensen and one with Trent, though there is a fun theory that both of their voices are kind of spliced or fused together in the common release. But that's apparently just an urban legend, and uh, both Al Jorgensen and Trent Reznor seem to have disputed that claim. The cover song is basically a ministry track now, though, in any case, as it can be found on albums with that band name. And you can surely find video clips for the song live in ministry concerts, and they actually did release it officially, you know, uh, under that name, as I just said. But also, like, 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 I, like I said earlier... Ministry is basically synonymous with 1,000 homo DJs, yet technically not at the same time. It's one of those weird, dumb musical things. Uh, the band either officially or unofficially disbanded uh, sometime between 1988 and 1990 when this project was released. So I really don't know much about the background of this recording. Um, you might... You might be inspired to listen to 1000 Homo DJ's Supernaut after someone says you're a wanker, however. Like, maybe you can blow off some steam, have a drink of coffee. Of course, I don't I don't condone alcohol consumption or, you know, drinking anything like that. We're, we're PG here. And uh, you can bang or nod your head to the music. Um... I guess Mountain Dew is safe to drink. <laughs> well, actually, Mountain Dew is probably as deadly as any alcoholic beverage, but, you know, you get my point. I'm off on a wild tangent here. Anyway, the main point is this is a cover song 
that'll never make a dumb Rolling Stone best of list, but it's an enjoyable and curious piece of rock music history anyway. So, uh, really it's hard to convey the quality of a song when I'm just talking about it, but it's it's a pretty killer cover song anyway. That's all I have to say about it. Um, I babbled on for long enough. So have a good day.